Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. I am your host. And tonight we are going over our waiver wire madness for week 10 in the NFL. Uh, should be a good episode tonight. Uh, hope you like it. We've got a lot of injuries to cover, a lot of news to go over. Um, and then uh, we will get into the uh, the players to pick up for this week real qu- real quickly started off like we uh, like we normally do want to remind you to please hit that subscribe button whether you're watching here on YouTube or listening to the podcast on uh, castbox uh, Google Play iTunes Spotify wherever you're listening uh, we would really appreciate if you hit that subscribe button also if you could like the episode that you are listening to and then from there go on and please give us a rating and review it helps us know what uh, what you like what you don't like. Uh, what you want us to do better uh, for the podcast so we would greatly appreciate that and then also we would also appreciate if you would share out our episodes or just the link to our podcast in general whether you do it from the actual podcast hosting site that you have or you share out the uh, the episode links uh, from our uh, website Uh, whatever you whatever you choose to do we would appreciate that Uh, it helps us to kind of spread the word a little bit more on our um on the fantasy football knowledge that we are trying to bring to you guys. So um, next thing uh, we want to uh, we want to again give a shout out to Prolytics, our uh, our one of our advertising partners that we have uh, we are working with this year. Um, they have been absolutely phenomenal um, with their their picks in terms of helping with DFS, um, and so they are they are a great group. Uh, they're they're uh, AI learning machine technology has been phenomenal in terms of projections uh with uh with uh, the dfs lineups this year for DraftKings and FanDuel. so make sure to check them out go to pro-litics.com that's p-r-o-l-y-t-i-c-s.com make sure to use the promo code skull king ff that's all lowercase skull king ff and you'll get 40 percent off your first month please go check that out um, you, I believe you can also find the link in our show notes, uh, to go to them and, uh, and to check them out and what they can do for your fantasy lineups. Um, they do have NFL. I believe they also have, I believe they have NBA up and then they will be, uh, I believe for next year they will have uh, major league baseball as well. So, um, they are not just for football. They are, they, they provide multiple sports. So again, go to prolytics.com, check them out. Uh, make sure you uh, put in the uh, the the coupon code SkullKingFF to get forty percent off your first month. So, all righty then. Why don't we go ahead and get into uh, the major stories with today's headlines? Today's headlines. All right, and starting it off with the headlines. Uh, Jacoby. Whoops. Make sure I get this in order. Yes, Jacoby Brissett. Um, dealing with a, an MCL strain, um, they feel that this is a, a minor issue. It is not a, a full on sprain. It is only a strain. Uh, they feel that he could possibly play week 10 versus Miami. It is a home game for the Colts. 
in week 10. And if he can't go, um, I think that Brian Hoyer should be an okay start for the game against Miami. Uh, and so really shouldn't be too much of a problem. Brissett's not, I don't think he's too highly owned. I haven't actually looked. I think he's still just over the 50% mark in terms of what we use for our, um, for our waiver wire, um, addition. So, uh, I think that Brissett should still be, should be okay. I think that whether he plays or not this, uh, this next week, uh, should still, the, the Colts should still come out with a win on this one. Um, and Brian Hoyer, uh, could possibly still put up some decent numbers, uh, at quarterback in order to keep the season going for the Colts. So, uh, moving on, the next story that we've got going on is Le'Veon Bell received an MRI on his knee. They're still waiting for the test results. Um, very interesting on this because uh, Adam Gase did not know much about this. Just basically found out about it you know, this morning um, that the trainers had been working with Le'Veon on um, figuring out what was going on with his knee, he didn't say anything to the um, to the head coach. Didn't say, you know, Le'Veon didn't say anything to to Adam Gase uh, during the game or after the game. So really didn't find out anything about it until this morning. So we will we're we're waiting to see what um, what the results are on this. I have not seen it. I keep checking the keep checking the updates to see uh, what could possibly be coming up about it. Um, but as far as I've seen, there's still no news in terms of his injury. So, uh, yeah, so just doing a quick check of the headlines. Still nothing up yet. So, um, so yeah, so keep an eye on that. You know, it may be if you're a Bell owner, it's not a, it's not a great, um, not a great backup situation for him, but, you know, it could be worth, worth exploring uh, for this next week. Moving on, story number three. According to head coach Freddie Kitchens of the Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt will, quote, definitely have a role in this offense, and all of the Nick Chubb owners uh, start pulling their hair out and screaming. I Here's the deal. I think that Kareem Hunt will, prob- will have a role in this offense. I think that he more takes over, was it, you know, Dontrell Hilliard's role as the... Um, primary backup to Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb has been, he's a top five runner in fantasy. He's one of the top five in terms of uh, rushing yards on the season. Um, has been running extremely well. He's been about the only bright spot for the most part on this offense. So I don't see them getting rid of um, his workload. They may back off just a little bit just to just to see. Um, I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure how long Kareem Hunt's, uh, contract is with the, um, with the Browns. Um, I think he may have a two year, oh, it's a one year, so it's a one year deal, so it'll be over at the end of this year. Um, and he's a restricted free agent in 2020 meaning that if he signs somewhere i believe the browns could match that uh offer and still hold on to him so um doesn't provide a whole lot of dead cap money so 
All right, so it just it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens with with Kareem Hunt since they obviously can't trade him now. The trade deadline has passed. Uh, we'll kind of see what what happens there. Um, who knows? They could you know they could uh, offer him, sign him, and trade him. Um, you know, depending on how desperate someone is for um, for a running back. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what we've got going on with Kareem Hunt. And you know, by the way, the 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 Cleveland Browns for the most part are just a dumpster fire overall. They're I mean they're bad. They're really bad. So, um, yeah. So that's that's my <laughs> that's my 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 two cents. So uh, we got a, a few other stories I want to go over real quick. Uh, Preston Williams, his kind of you know Cinderella season has officially come to an end after an MRI on his knee. He is done for the season. Um, and then more news for the Miami Dolphins. Mark Walton has is receiving a four game suspension. This doesn't have anything to do with what's going on this year. This is from a uh, a thing from last season, I believe. Um, that uh, that he is getting that he is uh, finally getting this suspension after all of his appeals and everything uh, have been finished and gone through. So he will miss four games. So that basically leaves it to Kalen Ballage and. Who Miles Gaskin to be the running backs for, um, for the Miami Dolphins right now. O.J. Howard apparently is finally healthy and is ready to roll against the uh, Arizona Cardinals this week. Not that he'll actually be used or featured in this offense because they don't like throwing to their tight ends. Um, Brandon Cooks has, as of right now, has no timetable to return. So in terms of wide receivers, um, Josh Reynolds, I believe, is still an option to hold on to, um, and could be could be useful in this offense and could find himself as a as a solid contributor uh, for this offense at the wide receiver position. Uh, Paris Campbell is going to miss some time with a broken hand. As of right now, they don't think that he is going to need to go on IR, but again, that's still a possibility. Um, the Carolina Panthers have claimed Dante Moncrief, um, uh, the free agent Dante Moncrief wide receiver, so we'll see how that works out. Honestly, I'm not a believer in Moncrief anymore. I thought that he could do some things with Pittsburgh. Well, that was with Big Ben, but you know he couldn't even catch the ball at all. So, um, It looks like Deshaun Jackson's season is over. He is having um, core muscle surgery. Uh, and does not look like he will likely be back for this season. Uh, and honestly, at this point, with how many injuries he has, it might just be better off for him to retire. Uh, I saw a stat, I want to say, in his 11-year career, whatever, he's had two seasons where he's played a full season. The last one was in, like, 2011-2013. Um, David Johnson is officially practicing, um, so he should be good to go for this week against the Buccaneers. Ronald Jones, uh, according to Bruce Arians, has earned a start, has earned the starting spot, uh, which all of us saw. He had been more explosive than Peyton Barber, had prov- you know, provided more um, more rush yards on less carries. Uh, he had also had, um, you know, has been more effective in the pass game. So this is a no-duh. 
Um, yeah, he's deserved it, and we, you know, everyone who watches football knows it. You just, you know, Arians was too stubborn to let it go. Um, and then finally, Josh Gordon has officially passed his physical for the Seahawks, meaning that he is completely healthy. It'll be interesting to see how they get him involved in the offense for the Seahawks. Um, you know, considering you have Russell Wilson, who right now is on an MVP pace, throwing for through nine games, has 22 touchdowns, one interception. I mean, those are like those are Aaron Rodgers type numbers. Um, you know, lots of lots of touchdowns, very few interceptions. So, um, so adding Josh Gordon as just a third wide receiver, I'm not expecting him to be this mass contributor like some people have. You know, think he's gonna go back to his 2013 numbers. I'm not. I'm not expecting that at all. I would simply like, as the third wide receiver over the last seven games, I would love it if, um, if he could provide 300 to 350 yards. About if he could average 50 yards a game, which would be huge. Average 45 to 50 yards a game. And over the last seven games, have three or four touchdowns. That would be, I would be ecstatic with that. He could possibly provide more. I think he, if you know, if he does, it would eat in a little bit to you know other people's production. Um, but I think just having another weapon for Russell Wilson, um, especially considering that you know, I know that Jacob Hollister had a great game against the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers are god awful in pass defense against any you know whether it's tight end or um, or wide receiver. So um, I'm not expecting that kind of production every week out of Jacob Hollister, but having another big body like, uh, you know, like a, a, a Josh Gordon to go with DK Metcalf in the red zone, you know, plus, I mean, they're not afraid to throw it to Tyler Lockett, who's a little guy in the red zone as well. So uh, just Another weapon for for Seattle and for Russell Wilson should be interesting to see how uh, this plays out, especially this next Monday, uh, playing against the San Francisco 49ers, the 8-0 San Francisco 49ers going against the 7-2 Seattle Seahawks. Big-time offense against big-time defense. Um, just it should be a lot of fun to watch. Hopefully, it'll be a lot of fun for me to watch that game uh, next Monday night. All right. So we're going to do a quick uh, little ad for um, uh, a little commercial real quick, and then we'll get right into our waiver wire pickups for week number 10. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one -on -one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back. Why don't we go ahead and hop into some Waiver Wire Madness. Waiver Wire Madness. All right, so let's start it out with the quarterbacks. I know he didn't have the greatest 
game tonight, but he was going up against a Dallas defense that uh, was in the top uh, five or ten in terms of giving up fantasy points to the quarterback position. They've been really rough. I want to say top five. They've been really rough on quarterbacks this year. Um, and Daniel Jones, uh, owning 27% of Yahoo leagues. Again, we try to keep this to 50% and under. I do have one guy outside of that, but uh, 50% and under. Daniel Jones, he has the Jets next week. It's quote-unquote at the Jets. They share a stadium, so he's basically at home for this week. Um, the Jets give up the 12th most amount of point fantasy points to the quarterback position. They have really struggled. They let Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Adams and Preston Wilson just go all over them. So um, I think that Daniel Jones could be in first, could be in for a pretty good week this next week as a streamable option. Um, again, the reason he's first on this is because he's owning more leagues. The guy that I'd actually prefer, um, owning only 18% of leagues, great streaming option, I believe, for this next week is Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he's going up against Kansas City. It will be in Tennessee. And if Kansas City gets out in front, they will probably, you know, Tennessee probably will need to be passing the ball a lot. But Kansas City gives up the eighth most amount of points to the fantasy, to fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, and over the last three games in which all um, Ryan Tannehill has started all three games, he is averaging 278 passing yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um which, you know, for the last three games, he's had 20, 19, and 25 points um, in, I want to say, four-point four passing touchdown leagues. So he has had extremely solid uh, solid numbers uh, over the last few weeks. So he is definitely a guy that is is a streamable option that even if he only gets you 16 or 17 points uh, as, a, as a quarterback, that's still a decent week for your quarterback. And so... Um, if you're, you know, if you're dealing with bye weeks uh, coming up this week, he is he is gonna give you enough to keep your head afloat to let your the rest of your studs uh, really rock it out for the rest of the week. Um, moving on to the running backs, there is not, there is just not a lot of running back options out there that I feel comfortable with at all. Uh, own in less than 50% of leagues. I, it, it's just it's just not out there. Um, looking at transaction trends, guys that are owned, there's just not a whole lot in terms of guys that are owned in less than 50% of leagues that are worth it. I know that you know guys are picking up guys like you know Kalen Ballage, uh, you know Tony Pollard, um, you know those kind of guys. Uh, the the first guy I have on my list is Ronald Jones. Obviously, with the the news coming from um, from Bruce Arians that Jones is going to get the start. He has he is going up against an Arizona team at home this next week that gives up the 14th most amount of fantasy points to uh, quarterbacks or two running backs. Um, and so it provides him an opportunity um, against a, a you know a quarterback or a team that just isn't very good um, on defense. And again, it's an opportunity if, if you know if you're dealing again if you're dealing with teams who are who are on buys, um, it just you know it can make things tough. So this is definitely a guy that I have him more as a running back three flex play, um, you know at best. Uh, but he can, you know it's possible he could put up running back two numbers against a, a really pathetic 
uh, Arizona defense. So, so that's my my number one. Uh, number two is kind of a is kind of a you know a shared uh, running back. I think my my top one is Ty Montgomery. Um, you know, to go along with it is Bilal Powell because Bilal Powell actually got carries last week. Ty Montgomery didn't. He got nothing. Um, that being said, I think that Ty Montgomery is probably still the better option um, to pick up for this week. And again, this is really all contingent on finding out what's going on with Le'Veon Bell's knee. Um, and so uh, if that's the case, if Le'Veon Bell is going to miss time, I think that Ty Montgomery is the better option um, for for your fantasy lineups. Again, I think he's more of a flex play um, than, a, than a running back too, but he, I think that he could provide... Um, if Ty Montgomery is not available, you know you could try with Bilal Powell if you're if you're desperate. So, um, just looking at other transaction trends, uh, I, Tony Pollard looks like he's getting picked up a lot. Um, you know he's he's done an okay job. You know backing up uh, Zeke. Um, I think you know maybe some people panicking because Zeke was limping off the field a little bit towards the end of the game. I'm not I'm not worried about it. I think that Tony Pollard. I think that that he'll be fine and. Uh, the other pre- the other one that people are picking up is is Kalen Ballage. He's owned in what ten percent of leagues. I'm not. You know, he's going to get the start, but he's still horrible. Um, I would rather have. I would rather you know pick up someone farther down on the depth chart. Um, I'm not going with Kalen Ballage. So he's more of my avoid on the running back waiver wire. Moving on to the wide receivers owned in twenty one percent of leagues. Mister Zach Pascal of uh indianapolis going up against miami who gives up the seventh most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position you have ty hilton who's uh, in a walking boot still paris campbell just broke his hand um and so i think that that pascal has shown the ability to um to produce uh over the last few weeks i know last week wasn't great but uh, yesterday or Sunday, he uh, had uh, what five catches on six targets, seventy-six yards and a touchdown. Two weeks ago, seven targets, six catches, one hundred and six yards and two touchdowns. He's had, for the most part, a pretty decent season. Um, he's averaging right around was it over the last six games, averaging right around four and a half targets a game. Um, you know, against Miami. Because he's going to be pushed into a lead wide receiver role against a really bad Miami defense, he should be okay and should you know provide again flex value for you this next week. Uh, the next guy I have on here, the reason that I have him on here is because he should already be picked up. He's owned in fifty four percent of leagues, and it's only gone it's gone up four percent in the last day. But Jamison Crowder should be owned he is uh he's averaging was it through eight games he's averaging over eight targets a game right around eight targets a game you know he's had one game all season with less than five targets um had nine this last week finished with 83 yards and a touchdown had three he's had three games of over 80 of over 80 yards so uh if if Bell misses time, I think that provides a little more work for Jamison Crowder. Again, because he is that slot guy, kind of that safety valve um, if uh, if Bell isn't available. so uh, The other two guys I've got, uh, Devontae Parker, owning 36% of leagues, going up against Indianapolis. 
who gives up the 18th most amount of points to the uh, wide receiver position. With Preston Williams out, Devontae Adams has already been getting six and a half targets a game. That's just going to provide more um, more targets, I believe, more production for him to possibly put up some better numbers. Um, he's been okay the last couple weeks. Again, getting six and a half targets a game helps. Just the targets alone um, are a big help. So, uh Definitely a guy to, to keep on if you're you know if you're suffering from, in, especially in deeper leagues, if you're suffering from some bye weeks for wide receivers. The last one, owning 29% of leagues, Cole Beasley going up against Cleveland, who's give, who gives up the 17th most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers. It's not a great matchup for Cole Beasley, but again, Cole Beasley is beginning seven targets a game. Um, I think he's had two games, maybe three, where he has had um, less than five targets. Uh, one, two, three games of less than seven targets or less than six targets. So, uh, he's you know again averaging seven targets a game. So he's he's been kind of that safety valve for um for Josh Allen. He's uh, he's had games of nine, ten, and thirteen targets. So, uh, definitely a guy that I think, uh, and he's three games in a row with the touchdown. Now, again, you don't necessarily want to be chasing points, but I believe against Cleveland, it, he could provide a little bit of value for you, again, if you're desperate and need a flex play for this week. Uh, moving on to the tight end position. Uh, my tight end pickups for this week, num- at 25% on Mr. Jack Doyle going up against Miami. Miami isn't too bad against the tight end, giving up the 18th most fantasy points to tight ends. Uh, but you know Jack Doyle could be a solid target. Um, again, you're you're missing T. Y. Hilton and um, and Paris Campbell, so it provides more more production to spread out around. So Jack Doyle could you know find himself you know in, with a couple of red zone targets, which uh, you know that always helps fantasy value. So uh, again, the <laughs> he's he's an okay streaming option just because of how. Thin, like extremely thin, the tight end position. If you, I mean, we say that every year, and this year just feels worse than normal. So, again, just something to watch. Uh, number two, uh, Jonu Smith, 42% owned, going up against Kansas City this week. He gives up the 14th most fantasy points to uh, the tight end position. Wasn't a great game in a in a in a in uh, in fin- terms of production this last week for Jonu Smith, but it wasn't the best matchup either um, that was something i mentioned last week that he was a possible streamer but even though it wasn't a great matchup uh, i think he finished with in half point ppr about three and a half four points so he didn't get you a zero um he has a little bit better matchup this week going up against kansas city so that's something to watch and again with how ryan tannehill has been throwing the ball lately um you know again that just provides more more chances for john smith to get some work the last one uh in terms of tight ends mike gesicki uh, 4% owned going up against Indiana. Indiana struggles. Indianapolis struggles against the, the tight end, giving up the seventh most fantasy points to the tight end position. Again, with Preston Williams out, that's going to provide... Uh, well, and then even um, with uh, with Mark Walton uh, going on a four-game suspension, he's not going to be able to take, uh, take passes out of the backfield. So, again, that just provides more opportunity for Mike Isicki to get some work um, after having a really solid week this week. Again, uh, in terms of streaming, this this position is extremely thin, so he is a guy that you know keep an eye on for this week because of having a decent matchup. 
All right, moving on, uh, the last but not least, the, the DSTs, the defense special teams to look at for uh, this week. Uh, number one is Baltimore going up against Cincinnati. I believe Baltimore is owned in 47% of leagues. I think a lot of people dropped them simply because they were going up against um, the uh, the Patriots this past week. Um, but I think that, uh, whoops, let's pull this back up again. Um, I think that they should be uh, a, a decent a decent pickup for this week. Again, yeah, 47% owned uh, going up against Cincinnati. Cincinnati gives up the seventh most amount of fantasy points to the uh, two defenses, which means a lot of turnovers. However, they are moving over to a new quarterback. They're, uh, the Bengals are starting Ryan Finley, the rookie could provide some decent opportunity for Baltimore to mess with the rookie's head and and get some get some turnovers there. The other uh, the other defense to start would be uh, obviously Indianapolis going up against the um, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he, the Dolphins are bad. You know, you've got uh, you know Ryan Fitzpatrick who's been known to throw a whole bunch of interceptions in a game. So. Again, I think that you know Indianapolis could could have a decent game defensively against Miami uh, this week, and so they're just they're another team that you could stream again, thirty seven percent owned. So they're a team that's going to be widely available to use. So that is it for the streamable options for DSTs. So that is it. Those are the waiver wire pickups that I've got for this week. I hope you guys have um, get the waiver wire pickups you are wanting. We will come back tomorrow night with the um, picks for or the uh, game previews for this entire week uh, th well through Sunday so Thursday night football through Sunday night football and then we will cover the Monday night game on our Sunday episode Kings and Stings uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week again my name is Ryan Skullrude this has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast and we will talk to you later Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.